You're on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds? From press box to sideline, who got cut, who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine? These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship, you gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine. They gon' cover the story, not quite like Ryan. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime, time, got the game statistics. I could say, if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now, raw mind sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close, like a coach's assistant. You wanna be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is raw mind sports, another edition. Welcome to another edition of Raw Mind Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Jones, and I got my guy. He's been up here before, Tacoby Cofield. Tarbah High alum, Duke University alum, played in the NFL for a little bit, and he also played also played in the CFL. So with that being said, I think he can um handle his own bio from here. So, Tacoby, how you doing, man? <laughs> What's up? Appreciate you having me today. <laughs> no problem, man. No problem. And um, We're going to get into it. Let's talk about Let's start off first when we get into this raw topic. Let's talk about, you know, your company and what you're doing now and how are things going for you after the pandemic? Um, so the pandemic has been interesting. Um, it shut down our CFL season. Um, so I haven't played football since 2019, um, mm. into 2019. So um, they just reopened and said that we have a season in the CFL recently. Um, I'm actually going to opt out and not play this year um, just because so much has happened. Uh, my company, mm. PC3 Performance, uh, does skills training for offensive linemen around the state. has um, actually kind of blossomed and boomed for me um, through the pandemic because I wasn't able to play. So my mm. investment into young men, making sure that they're prepared, not only from a skill standpoint, but from a, a mental and emotional standpoint for college football and for going into camps and performing well on the field uh it really took mm. off for me so um i've been blessed to kind of have that continue to grow and blossom and uh, i was able to use my degree uh got my degree from duke in african african american studies minor in education nice I'm actually able to teach this past year as a social studies teacher over at uh southeast raleigh magnet high school um it was a great experience it was wonderful probably going to be moving high schools this year um looking at staying in wake county probably more than likely uh we'll see kind of how things play out we got a couple other job opportunities that's popped open for me in the coaching world um it's just all in good timing um like anything else but uh it's been going well been going well been loving it um and just trying trying to continue to grow um on and off the field um like i said from a company standpoint and um, bring more back home and continue to kind of branch out and do more uh, to help out my, my guys and, and help get, you know, more guys kind of under my umbrella to mentor and train. Oh, man. So how, how did that teaching part come for you, man? Like, did you ever see yourself as being a teacher in the classroom? Uh, I did. I did. Um, when I went to Duke, I kind of I thought I wanted to be a politician initially. I was like, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Boy, I, you're trying to I mean, run for mayor, president, commissioner, senate? Oh, I, I, boy. 
So what I really wanted to do when I first went was get my political science degree um, and come back home and actually be uh, the mayor of Tarboro, believe it or not. I wanted to. Oh, yeah. I really wanted to come back and help um, and help the hometown and help us. Um, but then I kind of got there and was like, I'm going to do this political science degree is not letting me play football. Uh, so I switched <laughs> it over to African and African-American studies. Um, and then I took an education course. Um, and I had to do like some, uh, really some kind of mentor work with some kids mm. from there. Um, and I just never have looked back and it's always kind of been a, something in the back of my mind, um, that I really have enjoyed and just being able to train guys and being in locker rooms and kind of getting older and becoming a leader and things like that. I just kind of always was able to kind of foresee it happening more than likely. I'm gonna start calling you uh Mayor Cofield now since you trying to since you want to be mayor that was in your present future. I got you know what that's pretty cool though to see you like be an athlete. But if you had another job, what would it be? And you pretty much said it, mayor. I ain't gonna lie, I told people shoot. If if I want to doing this, I always want to be a WWE wrestler or the manager, the one that talked junk. I can see myself doing that. I can see you doing that. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> I actually thought about that WWE wrestling when the CFL got shut down. I <laughs> might be able to go do that. I'm still an athlete, but I was like, nah, man, I can't go out there wearing them little, them little uniforms, man, looking all like that. I can't do it. Can't. <laughs> it's always styles. It's different styles. They have little uniforms. Some guys don't. I'm looking at wrestling now. I know it's completely different. And, you, of course, we know it's just entertainment, but, like, it's certain styles that they have. And it's certain guys they put up who gets the ratings, who gets looked at. A lot of guys have their own style. It just depends on the creators, or whatever. You ain't gotta wear the tight tights. You can no. wear whatever. I seen it. See John Cena wore that, but um, jean shorts for so long. They were baggy. Yeah, you know, right? Some boots. Right. So the only thing, like that's the thing, like with that though, is like when I look at it, when you're looking at that, even though you're performing, you do want to have something comfortable on when you're trying to, you know. Russell, I, I don't know if that was comfortable. Not anything could happen. Jeans could rip, you know, you could get trip, you know, somebody could grab them, whatever, you know. So I get it. But before we even go into um finish up with that, I work for my sponsor, Brandy's North Carolina. Have you tried Brandy's food truck? Based out of Eastern North Carolina, these truckers have it all. Homemade dough and sauce, pizza, stramboli, cheese steaks, chicken subs, and more. They cater anything from birthday parties, office parties, weddings, and family dinners. Check out their website, brandysnc.com. BrandonsNC.com. Use the promo code RAWMIND. Use the promo code RAWMIND. You'll get a 5% discount off whenever you're ordering online. Follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Brandon's got some good food there. I'm trying to tell you now. I'll tell you something now, young, young fella. But with that being said, um, yeah, that's what that was. You know, like, I don't, I don't know. It's just something about that wrestling thing, man. It just always had me, like... And everybody used to tell me when I was little, I used to act like that wrestler used to jump off the couch and stuff like that. My uncles and them. Boy, I said, boy, I was something serious. They didn't want to. They're like, yeah, they always thought I was going to be a wrestler. They said they always thought I was going to make that move and get that that um that break and be either a wrestler or or the manager or something doing that, man, talking junk or whatever and promoting man, somebody man. else. It ain't too late. You know, you get in shape, run a little bit, <laughs> get out there. You still can do it. You're about right because, shoot, Undertaker been wrestling since he was about 50. Almost 60 years old, you know, I ain't no telling. So, you know what? It's just all about who can draw the crowd. Mm-hmm. Just like even with podcasts, who can draw the crowd. And with that being said, let's um, talk about a raw conversation. I know we brought up off the air. 
about some people saying why Tarboro doesn't pass. Our hometown, Tarboro, North Carolina, we had Tacoby Cofield come from here, Taquan Lewis come from here, go to the NFL, Kevin Bryan go to the NFL, Donald Frank go to the NFL, and probably everybody's favorite, Ty Gurley, which is still in the NFL. I think he's a free agent right now, but he's still in the NFL. So we had talent that always went to the NFL here from here. Um, so it's been a lot of community talk about, like, why Tarver doesn't pass, although Tarver's just won another state title. Doing what they do best for this, it's not a wing tee, it's a tee. Not even a wishbone, it's a tee formation, beating teams, you know, to go into it. But uh, before I even get my raw thoughts on stuff, let's let's, let's hear what you have to say to Cole. Uh, so, if you're looking for a home in North Carolina, call or text Will Vines at 707-803-1756. He buys the sales flip homes for you. Also, if you have bad credit or want a home, he can help you with that. Either way, give him a call. Use the promo code RAWMIND and use the promo code RAWMIND. He's going to help you out and give you even a better discount to help you providing your dreams of your new purchase or new home to come true. This has kind of been a, a laboring topic over the years, uh, even dating back to when you was in high school. Um, yeah. This is something that our community has always discussed, always talked about. Is, um, we have so many great athletes around here, so many stories of guys that are phenomenal athletes that are, you know, with the list that you, you know, you compile right there, you said. You know, it's not very many schools in North Carolina, especially 1A, 2A high schools that have a list of players like that, that they can say played in the NFL, were productive players in college, were productive power five, you know, college football players. And by the way, I apologize. You know, Travis, he played at ECU and Derrick Black played at Appalachian State. They both played D1 football. So I just want to throw that out. Oh, and I forgot my guy. How could I forget my main man, my right-hand man, Sean Drone? Sean Drone played in the NFL for, for several teams. So, you know, this, this group. Right here, I apologize. So I'm gonna say it again, so I can make sure I get it correct. Tacoby Cofield played in the NFL. Taquan Lewis played in the NFL. Donald Frank played in the NFL. Kevin Bryant played in the NFL. Carolina, I mean, Donald Frank went to Winston Salem State, went to the NFL. Kevin Bryant played at University of North Carolina, went to the NFL. Sean Drone went to the University of North Carolina, played in the NFL for several teams, had a great career, and everybody's favorite. In the NFL, probably not – well, I ain't going to say favorite, but, you know, guys who pretty much know he's notorious, I guess, for Tarbrill. When people say Tarbrill, they think of him. Ty Gurley, he's, which is still a free agent that's in the NFL. And Derrick Black played at Appalachian State. Travis Heath played at ECU. They played D1. But all together, we have a very strong background when it comes to football. Now, I can go ahead. I want to make sure I said it correct because I don't want none of them boys to get me because I talk to them all the time. <laughs> Your wife's cousin Isaac Moore played at you. Oh yeah, I apologize. And look, and that's my um, well, brother-in-law. So I apologize. Can't think this like that. Isaac Moore played at Carolina and is an amazing coach at uh down at Houston Baptist University. Now I apologize about that. And yeah, that's um wife um brother-in-law too. So uh, I forget that. I told you. See, look, it's, that's my point. It's so many of you guys, man. So it's hard. We got a great list and a great, you know, uh, and, and it's just growing. It's, it's, it's going to continue to grow. But I guess being a coach now and kind of, you know, transitioning out of the coach player role, coach player, um, and I look around the state 
and coaching so many guys in so many different areas, winning is tough to do. It's a, it's, it's winning is the toughest thing to do in any sport um, and win consistently. That's something that we've achieved here, that we've done here, and it's become an expectation, which has been great, which has been phenomenal. But we also hear the gropes and the grimes of, well, why don't mm. we throw it more? Well, why don't we change up the offense? Some? Well, why don't we try and, you know, spread the ball out? Um, and then you kind of go back to a thing of, as a player, I kind of go, well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. And by the way, Gerald Perry, too, as well, from Hampton University. Oh, yeah, this is raw thoughts. When I do raw thoughts, you know, sometimes we make mistakes, and that's okay. So I'm a, whatever pops in my head for talking football, I might throw the name out. Go ahead, Tacoma. <laughs> Devontae Davis, also, a.k.a. Turbo, is at Hampton University right now, too, another tall bro guy. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said it's a list. We yeah. Rolling the list year after year, and you'll, you'll be like, oh, I forgot him. I forgot him. We right, him. right, right. It's a lot of us. So – you know, we're proud of that. We're definitely proud of that. The winning tradition shows it. But, you know, you almost wonder with all the state championships that we have won, you know, is there a possibility we could have put more kids into college, into the league, into putting in a better position? Um, TJ Williams, I apologize. NC State tight end. Hey, well, <laughs> Go ahead, man. I'm sorry, man. I forgot hey, about hey, him, too. The whole time, it's going to be like, yep, forgot about him, too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to get it all in while I care. Raw thoughts, people. Raw thoughts. Go ahead. <laughs> so many of us. And we, um, Malik Wards at NCAA North Carolina. Yeah, it's, it's, and, um, you know, we, we we look back and we go, could we have maximized on more talent than we've had? Because we're a very talent-rich area. We're a very talent-rich, right. you know, community and, 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 and county. But, you know, they question a lot of a lot of people in the community have questioned why don't we throw the ball? Um, here's my take on it. Here's my opinion, my honest opinion. This is coming from, but remember, this is not coming from a skilled player. This is coming from the only offensive line, the only one. Everybody else we've named is a skill right. We play tight Except for and Ger- Gerald and, well, was, offensive lineman-wise, you're right. That's the only one I could think of, offensive Gerald lineman. Gerald and Isaac with defensive line. Right, right. Yeah, right, right, so right. I'm I'm literally the only guy out of my spot that went to a Division One school and went right. to the NFL. And I'll say this. Um, I love playing in the offense. I love it. Everywhere that I've gone elsewhere to coach. I've taken the tee and I've kept it in my back pocket and I basically run a variation of the tee. Hmm. Um, and I and I take the principles of the tee and I plug it in a spread, I plug it in a wing tee, I put it in a power eye, I put it in a traditional pro eye. I've done it in every almost every system you can think of. Um, mm. I've taken kind of the principles of it and I've maneuvered it around. And the reason being for that mm-hmm. is as an offensive lineman, it's easy. It's so easy. And all you have to do, there's, there's, you don't have to be a world beater. Now, if you do have a. Are you looking for abstract fluid art or resin art like no other? How about handcrafted jewelry or maybe hyperallergenic products? Well, look no further than uniquely designed. We design and create all our products with you in mind. We are a metaphysical art business. 
our products list contains acrylic abstract fluid paintings, resin art, chessboards, hamsa hand, incense holders, Oregon, pyramids and cones, chakra, Metatron cube plates, and ruins. Body oils for men and women. Not port and go. All in one butter can you be used from it can be used from head to toe, both male and female. Beard oil, hair growth serum, eyebrow, eyelash serum that can also be used on one's edges. Air freshener, body mist sprays. We make herbal infused tin as well as tea light candles. Our jewelry is all handcrafted by Synergy and not duplicated. Our jewelry line consists of men's and women's. And children's went order. Please contact 704-953-5456 or uniquely, that's U-N-I-Q-U-E-L-Y-D-Z-I-G-N-E-D at gmail.com. And also follow Uniquely Design on IG, Instagram. And use the promo code RAWMIND and you will get a 10% discount off of any product. Got a front that is a world beater that can just move bodies. That's just big, strong. You have a premium there. Now you have something extra and a different element to your game. Mm. But if you have speed, and that's the thing, you need speed. You need fast, you need speed. Because the offense is about deception. It's about misdirection. It's about making you think that something is coming, that something else is there. It's running one play with three other play options to it. So if I see you, you, we might be handing the ball off to the fullback. But if I see you chasing one of the running backs the wrong way, I might, I got a play that I can work off of that and I can make kind of manipulate what you're seeing and manipulate your eyes and your rules and work against you. So, and, and, Believe it or not, when I got to the NFL as a rookie, um, I was blessed to play for the Redskins. I was blessed to be under Sean McVay. Um, incredible offensive mind. Todd will tell you, incredible, incredible coach. Great dude. McVay has a very misdirection-y kind of yeah. moving around a lot of moving parts, and I loved it because I And it's kind of similar to what Todd was running at Tarba High, but it was just with – wide receivers out so it's kind of like the same zone runs and stuff like that that's why i said i love it that's how i'm able to incorporate parts of the team into like a spread offense because i watched a pro coach do it and i watched it and went okay that's the divide flow this is a split flow this is a guy going this way a guy going this way the guy going that way defense can't really the defense can't really tell who to play or what's going on or how it's going to happen this is the same thing that he does. It creates the misdirection. It creates you leaning one way, going the other way. So mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, I was able to add extra elements off of it that can make the defense have to put more pressure on them to even have to play differently. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, with that being said, it's coming from an offensive lineman. I don't throw the ball unless I got to. <laughs> if we can run the ball all game i'm gonna look at them five guys up front and say what y'all want to do they're gonna look at me and they're gonna say run the ball right nine times out of ten they're gonna always say run the ball hand the ball is that because you think it's easier to block on a run play or is it harder to block on the pass play i mean as an offensive lineman it's easier so which which 
kind of gets me into the next side of it. Eastern North Carolina, the way we're taught football, the way football is played from a grassroots, from the start, literally from mm-hmm. the grassroots, peewee ball. We are taught go forward. I don't care what position you play, it's go forward. If you back up, you won't play. If you're scared, you're nervous, you won't play. If you're soft, you play. You have to go forward. It's all talk forward football. So with that being said, it's not a lot of technique talk. It's just a lot of aggressive warrior mentality. Put your hand in the dirt. Go forward. Get dirty. Don't be scared of it. Make the tackle. That's why you find some incredibly incredible tacklers back this way. Incredible. You got... You know, Mike Hillier, Mike Graham, guys like that that didn't yeah. have incredible size, but they were tackling machines. You know, Sean mm-hmm. Howard, tackling machine. You 200-plus tackles, and you're going, this dude ain't but five, six, five, seven, 200 pounds. And he goes and can wrap up any back that you put in front of him. He's going to be a great tackler because that's how we teach it. That's how we grow football here. Whereas in Wake County, more technically sound as opposed to mentality they drive technique over mentality we drive mentality over technique so with that hmm. being said you're gonna you're gonna get a different breed of football player back this way if i'm looking at a kid from back this way and we running the ball every day that's why he wants to run the ball because all he's been taught from day one is Use your legs, run, put your face mask on them, and don't stop running until you hit it. Don't stop blocking until the whistle is blown. Mm-hmm. Whereas kids from Wake County, kids from, kids from Guilford, Randolph, all the way out to Charlotte, Mecklenburg, and Union, they're a little bit more technique based. And we're going to teach you how to get in the correct stance first, and how to get in the receiver stance, and how to throw the ball like this. We ain't worried about throwing the ball. If you can take a handoff and you can tackle, you can play out here. You can play, and you just got to be a warrior. You got to line up every play and just be ready to go after it. And I think that is what truly separates and This episode is sponsored today by Call First Class Life Insurance, where we specialize in leaving dollars and not debt for your family. We offer whole life policies with low prices that won't change. Call 704-650-8317 to schedule a consultation. They are licensed in North Carolina, Virginia, South Carolina, Georgia, and Ohio. And use the promo code RAWMIND. Yeah, I said it. Use the promo code RAWMIND, and they will gladly assist you. Makes a lot of football and a lot of teams that you see out here not throw the ball as much because kids aren't really built for it the kids aren't taught that from a from a like i said from a foundational standpoint their foundation is go forward go make the tackle go forward go run him over it's not play in space run you know be a finesse player finesse players don't really do well in eastern north carolina from what i'm seeing a lot of times i i it's very rare you'll see you know you know we got travis Heath, you know again a safety a downhill safety you got Derek black he was a finesse player, but he was a great running back too. And just as fast as he be elusive, he could still run you over. We, mm-hmm. uh, 
Lolo, D'Angelo Bridges, same way. Oh yeah, yeah. that's cousin. Yeah, favorite state right there. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about that's cousin. Yeah. Oh, we got it. We'll be doing this the whole right, time. right, right. So I'll be doing it. It may pop up, but you're right. Go ahead. <laughs> and, and, and you looking at them, and you going, it's the same breed of mentality. As fast mm-hmm. as I can run around you, I still don't mind running through you. You know, Sean initially went to Carolina as a safety. You know, I, I was a run. Blo- I'm a run blocker first. I'm. A, I'm. I can pass protect. I'm a good pass protector. I've grown into a wonderful pass protector. But I'm a mm-hmm. run blocker first. I want to run the football first. I want to put my face mask in your in your chest plate, and and run through you, because that's what Reams talk. That's what Harden talk. That's what Bab talk. That's what Kente talk. That's what Jarvis talk. That's what that's. It's pretty much just the mentality of the town. So, like, all of them pretty much was on the same page and they talked the same thing. So, how do you know anything else if that's what you would talk from day one? Like you said, Jarvis, Kente. Do you get to the middle school, Babs, Harden? Um, um, I don't even know who the other middle school coach was. It, um, uh, I forgot that. Um, the JV case, um, the coach now. What's his oh, name? You talking? Oh, I was talking hurdle, about hurdle, 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 hurdle. Yeah, I thought yeah, he I thought, was there. He was the same I, thing. Yeah, I the only person I knew that passed. And now he's at Rose is was was Coach Wotecki, and he came yeah. out spread. And I think they was like raw thoughts. They were like, "Oh no, <laughs> I don't think the town wanted it. I think I don't oh, think the town was ready for that." Like that's that spread. He was running. He was getting up, and he runs a no huddle. And I seen him when I went to Rose when um, Cornell Powell was there, and also after that time. And shout out to him, played at Clemson. He's also um. He played at J.S. Rose, but you know now he's with the Kansas City Chiefs. But I'm saying these guys ran a, a, a no huddle. Now. It will, it will probably snow for the rest of the year if we ever see Tarver running no huddle. I'm going to just tell you that just being raw thoughts right there. Before we go into our other thing, shout out to my other sponsor, Shats Cosmetic Teeth Whitening, LLC. He's on Facebook. Facebook business page is Shats Cosmetic Teeth Whitening. He's on Twitter, Instagram. And his Instagram name is Mr. Cosmetic Smiles. Also, give him a call at 252 254-6052. 252-544-6052. And use the promo code RAWMIND. Use the promo code RAWMIND. You'll get a 10% discount on teeth whitening. And I'm going to tell you, man, this guy knows how to make your teeth bright. Smile. Trust me. Guy like me smile every day. I need I need Shaq in my life all day, every day. <laughs> but, uh, but like we were saying, uh, like, you know, seeing that no huddle and stuff like that, we wouldn't know what to, um, to, to, I mean to see that now because they don't. I don't think they wanted that. And I remember he was here for a little bit. It was just honestly, I don't think nobody was happy. I think that was one of them times where I think crowd out before he became the champion he is now. You know that was one of them hard times. They could have easily had crowd out run off, go back to Ohio right behind shot because Will Tucker was there doing things. I don't think the community itself was happy about pass. I don't think people forgot. I think people forgot that they had a pass attack here. But they didn't want the passing attack, and then once they went back to them old plays, the T and all that stuff, because that's what they know, that's what they run. Like you said earlier, you know, people, you know, that's what they run. That's it can't be stopped. And I have questions. I have a lot of conversations. Some, 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 some inside sources. I'm not gonna say the name, but some, some very, very good inside sources. And I say it like this, and it's common sense is logical. Like everybody think the T is easy to stop. Everybody say, yeah, it's easy. All you got to do is hit everybody, hit everybody. Until you get head on with the T. When you have a program that's been running the T formation for years and decades, it's a lot harder than you think. And they train everybody a certain way to do stuff. So, yeah, you may try to scout. You may try to prepare for it. Oh, it's easy. All they're going to do is do the T. 
it's still hard to stop because it's so much misdirection. And honestly, most coaches say until somebody stop it, why not fix it? But I know some people are like, what if situations come up and things like that happen? I get that too. But I also understand, like, you know, it's a lot of players that can go D1. I think right now the real issue is, the raw issue is, people probably are really just like, why we don't have a quarterback go D1 and play quarterback or go D2 and play quarterback because all they're doing is hand off the ball. The tight end, you know, when TJ was there, they had shot them guys. They were throwing the ball. I mean, it was a few times that they were throwing the ball when other coaches were there. So they got there. But now everybody else pretty much can go somewhere. Because if you run the ball, you got a chance. D-line, whatever. But here's my thing. Um, that I want to ask you real quick, Kobe. But I, I know that's, like, the issue on the passing attack. And people got to understand, like, it's just like an old person, you know. It's hard for you to go talk to your grandma and change them to say, let's work on technology. They about 80, 90 years old or 70, 80 years old. You telling them to do this. They're already in their ways. You ain't going to be able to change them. This is Tarboro's tradition. They already in their ways. Ain't no way you better change them unless other coaches come in and the coaches leave out. But here's my thing. Another thing, a lot of people talk about recruiting and stuff at Tarboro. I'm going to be honest, man, recruiting for colleges, how do you look at it? Because we have a lot of guys, honestly, and I know these coaches work hard to try to recruit people, but even you saying certain people a few minutes ago, like if they're height, you can't play middle linebacker at 5'8". On the next level. I mean, it's going to be hard. You're going to get ran through with these linemen. These linemen are 6'4", 6'5", maybe. So a lot of these guys are undersized at their positions. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they may get a shot. But that's not – and I'm saying it like this, raw thoughts. I'm pretty sure the coaches are sending these films out. I've seen some – me, my, myself, I've seen a, a huge source. I've seen tons of emails the assistant coaches were sending out. But college coaches were saying straight up. Kid undersized at a position. Does he play this position? Has he ever played corner? Although he was playing middle linebacker all his career at Talbot High, now you're asking to move to another position and defend the pass or be able to handle that. That's a whole different turn, and that's a quick turnaround. You know, on the college level, that's going to be hard to adapt to quickly unless you're just a natural-born stud or an athlete who could just make anything happen, which, I mean, it's possible. But I'm just saying a lot of these guys in these positions, although we're successful, are undersized. And that's the coach can't force a college to take nobody. You know, the college is the ones are saying that he's undersized to this. I don't know about this. I don't know about that. So with that being said, since you played at Duke, if you're looking for a home in North Carolina, call or text Will Vines at 707-803-1756. He buys and sells flip homes for you. Also, if you have bad credit or want a home, he can help you with that. Either way, give him a call. Use the promo code RAWMIND and use the promo code RAWMIND. He's going to help you out and give you even a better discount to help you providing your dreams of your new purchase or new home to come true. And you played this level. Is that a possibility? Why some guys not get recruited? Not just because of grades? That's a that's a that's a big possibility. That's a big part of it. Um, what you're saying is 100% correct. Like that's a that's a tough part, and it's a tough reality to look at a a, a parent um, and a kid and go, listen, you didn't win the genetic lottery, okay? You <laughs> oh boy, raw thoughts, yeah. You didn't you didn't win the genetic lottery, and because you didn't win it, they're asking you to do this. Now you've never done this before. If you want a chance to go play, this is what you got to do. This is how you got to make it happen. But to combat that, 
to combat what you're saying, there is a way to still get it done. And, mm-hmm. and this is what I've proposed to several people in the community. And I've talked with several parents about from here. Mm-hmm. If your young man does not go to football camp and does not actively work at the position that they want him to play, like, my first year in coaching, we had a quarterback at Nightdale High School and it's a pretty decent, you know, D2 school walked in and they said, we love this kid. We think he's a playmaker, but we want him at receiver. He's mm. only ever played quarterback these guys. So the head coach said, all right, well, we'll make a package. We'll throw him a little couple spot passes, couple slants here and there, see if he catches a ball, makes a play on it every now and then. Two times, two, three times a game. And that'll work like that'll be fine we did it it went okay he ended up going to school but he went to their camp going into his senior year and then going and then going to their camp his senior year he had the ability to not only work with their coaching staff but for them to see him and his skill set and for them to go yeah he can play receiver for us we just need to put it on tape show the head coach and go, look, he can play receiver. Hmm. Him. Let's take him. That's the way to fix that problem sometimes. So let's say a kid does play outside linebacker at Tom Rod. Mm-hmm. Who comes in and they go, we want him to play corner for us. Well, if the kid wants to go to the school or he wants a shot, he probably should go to their camp. He probably should show up to a showcase. He probably should go and work at a combine at corner. He might not do all that well, but he's got to learn it. He's got to work at it. I was a horrible pass blocker coming out of high school. <laughs> I had to work at it. I had to work at it every day. I knew schools didn't want me to play tackle because they didn't think I could pass protect. So I had to work at it. It was an everyday thing until I mastered my craft, until I was able to get where I needed to be. Same thing with a lot of these kids, same thing with a lot of these parents. They got to be willing to invest in their son's future as a means to try to make it. Um, I know everybody ain't got it. And that's why I say guys like me that are a resource in the community, that do leave themselves out there to resource. I have no problem with trying to find a way to bridge the gap to make it so that a kid can get an opportunity like that. Because right. I had to work at food line, work at the rec department and get my get, scrape my little change together to help my parents to be able to pay for my trips and combines and things because we didn't have it like that. Right. So I understand that piece of it. It's just are you willing to take the initiative to actually step out there and say, I need some help. Can you help me? Because the help is there. The people are there. The resources are there. I leave myself open. Every kid at that high school has seen me there. I guarantee they see me there multiple times and they know when I see all of them, Hey man, y'all follow me, hit me up. If y'all need anything, let me know. Um, and plenty of them will tell the story of like, yeah, I asked him, I needed this. I asked him, he helped me. Um, and that's kind of what I, why I look at, like, that's why I went off and experienced all these different things and network. Cause I want to be able to come back and help, you know, and, and, and help guys go to school and live their dreams because right. We're too talented to have, you know, we're too talented to watch a kid go from 
scoring touchdowns every Friday night to working at Walmart every time we walk in. And, and it's going, no, Walmart ain't a bad job. I'm not right, 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 right. I know what you're saying. You're basically yeah. saying, like, you're not supposed – it's not a bad job, but this is not for you. You should be here because that's what God gave you your talent for, not to be a Walmart. Like, a lot of people may – not have the talent, but could go work at Walmart and become right. a manager. But that may be them because they may right. not be they may not be gifted with that athletic ability. So yeah, I get what you're saying. You know, some yeah, people yeah. not. So you probably had to find another field to go to. But if you got athletic ability, this is where you need to be. Exactly. And watching it kind of occur and seeing it happen, it's just like, man, like I wish I could have got with him and helped him. And help mm. that situation to help him maneuver through it and continue to play or even just got his degree. If he didn't turn out to be a great player, mm-hmm. just get your degree. Get your degree. Right. They plan for majority of it. You probably ain't going to have to pay for little to nothing. At least you can get your degree from a good school and continue to network and ascend into something greater. Um, yeah. yeah. Man, it, it's and tough. That, and that's why I think about it. I got to say, like, parents got to understand that this is – after high school or get your kid in college is a business. It's a business. Mm-hmm. Meaning that some parents make it afford to pay a hundred. They may make a hundred thousand a year to send their kid off. Some parents make 25, 30,000 a year. So it may come down to that little notch. Like you said, they got to ask for help. Like that little notch of this is all I have for bills. And logically a parent not going, even though as bad as they want to invest in that child, do whatever, you know, sometimes it does come with sacrifice. If you feel like your child has that, what it takes. But most parents are going to be like, man, he's, I'm not forging my light bill for them to go to this camp and they really not he said and i know parents i hate to say it it's, it's the raw truth i'm not forging my rent i'm gonna be homeless for this because that's all i have only thing i have enough for right now is this so i mean if the community gonna come together they gotta understand we gotta come together as one I'll, if it's 20 kids that need to go don't don't talk the talk you need to it's all about execution it comes to a point like the talking is getting old it comes down to execution so it's 20 kids need to go to a camp you know these camps are expensive you want all 20 kids go, it's going to cover the price because none of these showcases are free. And 20 kids might not go. They may be going to afford 10 kids. Now you have a whole nother scenario mentally. Oh, y'all can pay for this kid, but you can't pay for my child. The community ain't helping just, they, they're supposed to be helping all, everyone, but they're, they're only helping a few. And they feel like, well, this kid may go, and this kid may be a senior with another senior, but they may choose this senior over this one. Because they're also trying to help these juniors and sophomores to get their foot in the door. So I'm like, it, it, it's a it's a tough situation because everybody ain't rich around here and everybody doesn't have enough money to allocate for everyone. So, you know, it just depends on everybody's lifestyle situation. Some parents just got it better than others. And like you said, they need to ask for help, find opportunities. Some of these kids during the off-seasons or whatever need to work. If they got to, if they really want to go, you got to be accountable yourself as a child. If you want to go bad, you got to work. If you need to go fundraise. I don't know, chicken plates. I don't know what they could do. I mean, I'm just saying something that helped you, you know, to get there because the community always say community until it's time to put them. them and it's, let's be real, raw thoughts. It's about the money. I, I don't think, I think the community is genuinely caring and loving of trying to help whoever they have to help. You know, I think they're genuine. I see a lot of you guys like your little friends who like to floss your mouth out, you know. So, you know, like to floss and have the, the, the sparkling, whether it's fronts or your teeth. Well, go to Shaq's teeth whitening, man. He got you. And let me tell you, he's the number one. I mean, the number one teeth, gem, jeweler, diamonds, gems, whatever you want to say, however you say it in your own language, he got you. He makes that diamond in your mouth shine bright like a diamond. 
That's right. He makes it shine bright like a diamond. And he has all type of gems and diamonds that go right in your mouth. So instead of using the French, why not put some some real sparkling diamonds in your mouth? And it makes your teeth even shine even more. And he also does teeth whitening too well. Like he does 30 minutes and he does hour services as well. Use the promo code RAWMIND. That's right. Use promo code RAWMIND and you'll get a discount. And he usually use those services for at least once a month. That's right. You got 30-minute service that can last once a month, and you got an hour service that can last once a month. We can even go more. But at the same time, the more and more you come, the brighter and brighter you'll be. And then you'll have teeth looking just like me. Also, give Shaq the Jeweler a call at 252-544-6052. I think they really mean everything they say. They have a love for it. They do have a passion for it. But that's where the dollars come in. Ain't no love when it comes to dollars. When the dollars involve, it, it, it takes a lot of weight. Bad as you want to help, it's like, do I? So now you come up with situations to help all these kids. My point is you can't just help one. You got to help all. And that's where, the, that's where the headache comes because it may be like, I don't know. Then what if this kid gets in trouble? Some people are like, I'm not going to risk my money for this kid getting in trouble. Instead of thinking, we can change this kid's life. We see him to this camp. Because maybe it'll wake him up so he won't go out there in the streets, go to jail, get in trouble. Instead of them just saying, I don't know, man, because he stay in trouble now, man. He ain't gonna he ain't gonna do right. Instead of you just saying, No, let's work with this kid to get this kid this opportunity. Trust me, that's probably the, the best feeling in the world knowing that a, a crew of people believe in you will make you change your whole life around just simply because they did something genuine, try to help you get away from Tarboro or whatever. So, you know, and, and it's a small town, boring town. Outside of football, that's pretty much it. You know, I, I mean, outside of brewery, that's it. Go ahead, so, oh, Cole, my fault. What I watch and the, the piggyback off of exactly what you're saying is what I watch is every Friday we pack out them stands. We mm-hmm. pack out. It's standing room only just to know that we're going to put Stephanie on the board and we're going to be have a run o'clock by the second quarter. Mm-hmm. We pack them out. So how is it that we can pack out stands to watch and win but if everybody in them stands gave two dollars right to come into the game, right every game that every game give two dollars every game until the end of the season, that's enough money allocated to where like instead of them just saying he goes to school, no, this is just specifically for the kids. They need to find somebody who could be a community leader who can handle that budget, pick up two dollars. That's a that's a great idea. We over here raw mind sports brainstorming. So with that being said, two dollars a game, although you pay for the game, if you spend that. To donate to all these kids going to potential camps to help themselves get some exposure. Every single game, well, home game. I mean, hell, it can even be away games if you got the budget guy sitting there with all the money and, and allocated to an account or whatever, however they're going to use it for. That's enough money to send everybody wherever they got to go. You know what? Duke taught you well, man, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we travel well. I just kind of look at it like. I know it's common sense. <laughs> we, we, are behind, we are behind the program. So, like, we got alumni. Just like you said, we got a laundry list of alumni. We got so many people in our community own businesses that, that are sponsors for the high school that do so much. And it's just like. If we want them to go elsewhere and, to, and if, if we want to look around to see, and, and just like you were saying, everybody don't have the size to go play Division One college football. It just don't. Every, the politics don't play out the same. But that's right. where I go back to if the community and the alumni are behind it, now the politics is different. We got NC State. We got Carolina. We got Duke. We got ECU. We got App State. So we have 
we have a voice. We have voices. We got the proof is in the pudding. We we got players. We, right. We're gonna have talent. So no matter if it's Division Two, II, Division One, Division Three, when you look on those rosters and you go Tarboro kid, Tarboro kid, Tarboro kid, you're not just getting a Tarboro kid. You're getting a kid that comes from a winning tradition. It's gonna work hard and knows how to go out there and lay it on the line every single day because. Just like you said, small town, boring town, not a whole lot to do. It ain't like they used to. It ain't like they from Raleigh where you got <laughs> 30 million things going on. Right, all right. Football is it for a lot right. of people. Football is all that's going on. So in order to, like you were saying, stay out of trouble, stay out of issues, that's why they had completely immersed themselves in the football, which is great, which is wonderful. Let's be advocates to help that. Let's show them hey, as a community, we're not only behind this football program for y'all to go out there and win the state championship, we want to stay behind y'all for the long haul because what it'll do in turn is make the alumni stack together now. So now we look at, I'm looking at Saeed who went the the, the Gardner Webb and got right. his career played and, and eventually ended up earning a scholarship. I'm looking at Lakevius that went to Winston-Salem. The State. Yeah. See, I told you we named him, man, and I forgot about my boy, Lord Jesus. That went to UNC Pembroke. He's a doctor right. now. Right, like, up there at Georgetown there getting his degree. So uh, it's it's so many guys that you can pull together, and now you're going, all right, now all we're going to do as an alumni club is not just have this alumni football game, but we're going to all work together to help push these guys to get them to the CI because – We've done good as a school in the CI. When we send players to the CI, they play. They play. They're good players. They're productive players. Let's not. Let's keep pushing them. Let's keep going forward. Let's keep going ahead. Let's stay behind them. If they're in college and they need something, let's stay. Let's support them. Let's work together. We too small of a community. We too small of a town. We're we're we're. It's too little. We all know each other. So why not? band together and if football is what's bringing us all together is football is what's fusing our whole city our whole town together let's use it let's all get together and say hey we're gonna do this for our guys because i wish i had had this when i was in high school you wish you had had that so we all are gonna have different ideas and different inputs but that brainstorm and that support that a kid that ends up at Johnson C. Smith can turn around and go, I got this person from Tarboro mm-hmm. here. I got that person from Tarboro around. I got this person from Tarboro around. If I need anything, these three people can help me get it. Alumni is here, there, 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 there. Just like you were talking about Duke, like we actually have an alumni club in different cities, like Duke alumni. We do the same thing in different cities in Tarboro because everywhere I've been, Somebody from Tarboro just so happens to live there or pop up. And I go, Man, mm-hmm. school's around here. Our kids, our kids should never feel like they're alone or feel like they got to do it on their own and they feel like they ain't got no help or no support. We should always be there to catch the slack, especially if they want to do something better with themselves. We should always be there to support it and grow it, man. So everything you saying is everything i'm watching going we can do it. <laughs> it's crazy and i just sit back and i listen to everybody and sometimes i don't even really get in conversation but i mean it's easy because sometimes some people just have have 
the vent and have to get their their opinion across. And I get it. So I respect everybody's opinion how they feel about it. You sometimes they need to need to get it out. And I get it. But I kind of done read and scoped and analyzed everything for the past few years. And whatever you say before I go back into that topic, man, shout out to my guy, Hendricks Bells Bondsman. So for anybody that you know, any of these players or or whoever doing some things they ain't got no business. RJ Hendricks is the owner of Hendricks Bells Bondsman and he always will come get you out when you're in trouble. So you know, whenever you need to give him a call, give him a call. Use the promo code RAWMIND. Repeat RAWMIND. And he's reuniting families in a professional, confident, and timely manner. R.J. Hendricks, if you got something going on in one of your families, raw thoughts, he got you. 252-450-0139. 252-450-0139. And I ain't going to lie, raw thoughts, I done called him for some of my family members. He didn't got him out. With that being said, so, hey, raw thoughts. Hey, everybody got somebody family that didn't went behind them bars before. <laughs> Shoot, it is what it is. <laughs> they got to get out some way, somehow. But, yeah, man, to Kobe, man, what else you got to say before we wrap up the show, man? Um, Man, I'm 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 really excited uh, about a lot of things that are coming up. Um, I'm actually going to be doing an O-line, D-line mini camp here soon. Mm. On the weekend, so it's going to be a weekend. I'm going to do my first one in the Raleigh Durham area, um, and it's going to be a three. You know, it's going to be a Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday morning. Friday we'll have a session. Saturday we'll have two sessions, and then Sunday we'll have a morning session. And um, and I, I, you know, in those four sessions, I think a lot of guys will get a lot out of it. Um, that play across the state, no matter where, uh, no matter where you're at. I think it'll be, you know, a great experience for a ton of guys. Um, and, and, you know, within that, uh, a couple of my NFL buddies um, will be Zoom calling in to do Q&As. Um, hmm. Guys that play Division One, um, different schools around the country. Um, I'm probably going to be doing the Power Five guy, a group of five guy, Division Two, and a Division Three guy, um, just to kind of give some different perspectives on um, living and financial aid and, gear and class and structure and, and just you know trying to expose guys to this is what if this is what you want to do with your life if this is what you know the commitment you want to make for your academic and, and, and for to to the next level this is what you're getting into um a lot of guys do it for the skill guys they do it for the the, the receivers and the quarterbacks and the running backs and there's not a lot of guys that get the opportunities offensive linemen that what they're walking into um, that know, like, hey, I got somebody that supports me that can tell me this is what's going to happen if I go to school here. Um, there'll be kind of a recruiting Q&A uh, with the parents. Right. Hotel, and, um, it's just a lot of information packed into a, a Friday, Saturday, and a Sunday morning um, for the parents and for the young men. So uh, I got that coming up. That's going um, to be rolling out on social media here within the next couple days. Um just looking forward to uh, looking forward to having a good season, man. I'm probably going to be uh, starting up practice with my new team. Um, the school that I'm going to be going to, I haven't, I haven't, I'm, I won't disclose it yet. Um, oh, okay, okay. I, I'm not going <laughs> to disclose it just yet until the deed is done. Um, we almost done with the with the paperwork and the interviews. So uh, once that's done, but I'm looking really forward to that. Uh, Hopefully we can actually get the state championship ring this year. Um, they were close last year. They were very close. Um, hopefully, you know, me coming over is gonna. I can. I can sprinkle some of that 2009 mm-hmm. Arbor Magic on them. Uh, Indeed. 
we can go get a we can go get a state championship out of it, and that would be my first one, even as a coach, uh, which would be phenomenal. Um, like I said, man, I'm I'm really excited what the future holds. And, um, just any any, it, it, I guess the last thing I'll say is, um, I'm not I'm not I don't hide. Uh, I'm not hidden at all. I don't try to hide. I try to. I, right. I, my face ain't quite as much in the community as much as you yours is, man. But uh, I, <laughs> I, I, I watch a lot of the things you do, and I, I definitely support you always. And um, anything I can do to support you, you know, I, I'm, I'm always here, and I always want to. Um, and that's being said throughout, you know, Nash, Rocky Mount, Pitt, Martin, Wilson, you know, even all the way out to Wake and Durham. Um, I'm not. I'm not hiding. So. If your kid wants to get better, if your kid wants to improve, if you got questions, anybody, I, I offer myself as a resource. Um, my social media is not private. That's why it's not private. <laughs> it is a resource. Um, I want the kids to follow me. I want them to talk to me. Um, I just coached in an all-star game down in uh, Wilmington. It's called a Clash on the Coast. Um, mm-hmm. we'll, be, uh, we'll be following it up with another all-star game this year. Um, just a lot of things, a lot of things that I'm putting my hands in, that I'm putting my face in, that I'm, um, you know, networking, working with kids, working with other coaches. Um, and, and I'm doing it and I'm, and I'm saying this out loud. I'm doing it because nobody comes out here. Nobody comes. Mm. To nobody know. Everybody sees the rings, but they don't they don't come out here to recruit our kids, to talk to our kids, to, you know, to see our talent and to see our ability out here. So, right. Um, I do that to try and enforce their hand to go, hey, you told me if you needed a, a favor, I need a favor. I need you to come out to my hometown. Um, I need you to, to give us a shot. I need you to look around and see the talent we have um, and really, really give our guys an opportunity. Um, Travis Johnson, a running back at Tarver High, he actually played an all-star game um, and did well, got an opportunity to go out there and showcase his talent. So. Um, I'm just trying to help guys get opportunities and help parents, you know, send their babies off to school for free. Um, cause, cause the more, like I said, the more our alumni group grows with names that have went off and played ball here, there, you mm-hmm. know, done well, the more that, you know, we can get our, our, the future, um, the future progressively get better and, and doing better. So, um, like I said, Anybody needs anything, I'm a resource. Um, Free performance. Uh, my, my Instagram is uh, Big Cat Two Five Two. That's Cat with a K. Um, follow me. Hit me up. Um, I'm on Facebook as well. Uh, I'm on just about every social media platform. Twitter. It's Kobe C Seventy Three. I'm. I'm. I, I don't hide from DMs. I don't hide from messages. Hit me up. I'll respond. Um, but I love what I do, and um, hopefully we get to see uh, the next Division One player come out of come out of Tarboro here soon. Indeed, man. With that being said, you guys have a great day, great night, great morning, whatever time you listen to this episode. And the episode title is called "Mentality Over Technique." Open and listen, this is Raw Mind Sports, another edition.